Welcome aboard, episode one. That's the name. We gonna get right to it. Let's go. Wait, wait. Before we do that, this is the Beyond Philly Sports Podcast. We you live episode one. Welcome aboard. We gonna be coming once a week. Tune in. We'll put the links out. Show love, man. Yes, sir. And uh. Don't look at the name, man. We talk more than just sports. We get right to it. So let's get into it, my guys. Man, Saturday. So let's start off, man. How was y'all week? What y'all got into today? Well, the whole week. I mean, my week was good. You know, a lot of work. Just came back from Vegas, so still trying to address, um, get things together, you know. How much money you lost in Vegas? We're not going to talk about that right now. Understood. I don't put my pockets out here. Yeah, we don't talk about wins and losses. We keep that alone. That sounds like he lost a lot. <laughs> how you know? How you know I ain't was not there having the championship? You ain't talking Shout about it, nigga. Huh? You ain't talking about it. I would never talk about a win, just like I don't want to talk about a loss. I hear you. Hey man, listen, we gonna get right to it. We've been wanting to record this, but like I said, niggas was busy. So uh, since the gang together, let's talk about. Draft recap with the Eagles. Shit got lit. I'm going to let my boys James, James take over. All right. So, as now, everybody should know the Eagles uh, made a couple power moves during the draft, to say the least. I mean, we might have positioned ourselves to be the best team in the NFC East. I mean, I'm looking more like NFC, but I'm going to rock with the NFC East for sure. We got the best roster right now. Um but the Eagles selected Jordan Davis with the 13th pick. We moved up, made a couple moves, uh, grabbed Jordan Davis, a nice defensive tackle prospect from Georgia. Um, made another power move later on in that round and grabbed the top five young wide receiver in A.J. Brown, who, you know, Jalen Hurd's best friend. So how, which, how y'all feel about that? You pair him up with Devontae Smith, and, I mean, you was talking about maybe the best team in the NFC East. I say we probably got the best receiving core in the whole NFC at the moment as it stands with everybody healthy. And what everybody's forgetting about is Goddard going to have a lot of catches this year. I feel like he's going to be open. Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown is going to demand double team. So you're going to have Goddard on those 10, 12-yard catches. And I I think we're going to come out of the NFC East. I don't want to just be biased because, I mean, I'm a diehard Eagles fan. But I think we are going to come out the NFC East. Um, From the East, the only team I see that got better was the Giants. Um, I think the Cowboys did take a step back. Um, The Commanders, Redskins, whatever you want to call them. I I think they stayed at the same point that they were. Um, But I think we did get better. A.J. Brown is just as a whole other dimension to our offense. Um, Kenny Gainwell is going to be great. Miles Sanders is going to have a breakout year, if you ask me. He's been one of my favorite running backs, and I think he will have a breakout year this year. And Jordan Davis just paired up with Fletcher Cox, Hargrave. I think our D-line definitely got a whole bunch better. And forget that. Let's talk about Kobe Dean, man, the steal of the draft. Let, let's just uh, get to steal. that. Man. Let's just yeah, get to that uh, right there. This was one of my favorite prospects in the whole draft. Can't even lie to you. I wasn't sure we was going to be able to get them, but teams got scared away. A lot of rumors. They put a lot of smut on that boy name like that. They were talking about he declined surgery. Came out that the young boy never said none of that. So They said it was a fake rumor that somebody uh, put it out there yeah. just to, for him to fall. And I'm just glad that he fell right into our laps and we did what we had to do. To- Right, supposedly he didn't even have injury. He said he's a he's a he was a full participant. I, I think I think he was at a full participant. Yeah, at he, practice. he was, yeah. Yeah. Day of yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah uh, 
first defensive player in Eagles history to wear 17. Big 17 in the chat. I got to get that jersey, too. That's my yeah, birthday that's a, that's, number, that's a so tough, I got to get that jersey. That's a tough number for defense. It is. Last last 17, Alshon Jeffries? Yeah. Last 17. Muppet head himself. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga never got a haircut. I don't know what's up with the bull. I think him and KD might be the most disgusted Shit. niggas when it comes to haircuts. KD's worse. <laughs> KD don't even wear lotion, so. KD's a sniper. Stop talking about that, man. Yeah, yeah. Best score. I ain't got nothing on him. You know what I mean? Seen the playoffs right now? No. Exactly. But. Let's finish off this recap, fellas. Um, another steal. I mean, six-round pick, Kyron Johnson. The young boy is strong. He played violent, ran a 4-3. Didn't get his name out there playing for the University of Kansas. They know him for basketball, but it is what it is. The young boy did what he had to do. If you go look at his tape, man, he went up in the senior ball against some big boys that were taken in top 20. And he was manhandling them, so. I think that's what got him drafted. If not, I would have th- think he would have went undrafted, honestly. But yeah. that senior bowl definitely did uh, do something good for him, for sure. I mean, he definitely pancake Evan knew. Yeah. yeah. Straight speed. That dude just flies. And he's strong, man. And I think he manhandled a young boy, Trevor Pennon. I don't know yeah. who he got drafted mm-hmm. by, but I he know he got drafted like, by the Saints. Saints. All right. And we don't talk a lot about this, um, but he's going to be good at special teams also. Yeah. Definitely, you could put him at Gunner, whatever it may be. He's definitely going to be a great player on special teams, too, with right. getting in the rotations. I hear you. I mean, so overall, what do y'all give the Eagles draft? Let's be unbiased here. But I'll start. Um, i definitely say, hey, um, Jordan Davis, I said I like him. I did want Williams. I did want Williams. I will say that. But he wasn't there. There was nothing we could do about that. Okay, I definitely say an A plus, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because even though Williamson wasn't there, that was one of my picks. I wanted. You got AJ Brown. Right. I got like he's he's considered part of the draft to me. Of like course. when you consider that he got like he got traded to us on draft night, he's part of our draft package. I mean, he's only 24. Yeah. So, so they, I mean, their age difference may be like two years. Yeah. Come on. I mean, maybe. some rookies come out at 23 sometimes. Sometimes they get like a red shirt senior year. So yeah. We uh we proposed the same trade to the 49ers for Debo Samuels. Y'all heard that? No, I didn't hear that. Not, no. Yeah, we proposed the same trade that said no, and I'm I'm actually, happy. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with what I ended up getting. Yeah. I don't I don't want the Debo Samuels. I'm not saying Debo is not a great player or a good player, but at the same time, Debo's like sometimes I feel like he can't really run all the routes that he needs to run. That's why to get the ball in his hands, they got to put him in their backfield, line him up at tight end, do a lot of misdirection and, you know, different things like I that. Don't like I want a wide ball. receiver. We've been wanting yeah. a true wide receiver. Devontae Smith is a true wide receiver. We was did not have that on the other side. We had a bunch of gadget guys. Quez Watkins, real fast, can't really run routes. Um, we're not even going to mention the other guy who we drafted a couple years ago, and he was a first-round pick. Um, we won't mention the second-round pick who's trying to become a tight end now. A lot of mistakes. Is he trying, or did they convert him already? They converted. He's converted. trying. He's trying out because he might not make the team. Tyree Jackson looks like he might demand the spot. We drafted, yeah, we drafted a tight end. A tight end. Uh, we picked. We still, we still got Dallas Goddard, so that's three tight ends. I mean, we got the young boy from last year too. I forget his name, but he definitely uh filled in. Um, I can't think of his name. I was just, what's his name? The young boy who came in and played uh behind when when we traded Zegers, he got playing. Tyree time. Jackson. No, no Tyree he Jackson got injured. Got yeah, it he was got another injured. kid. I, I, Are you I'll talking about the me. young boy Jack Stoll? Jack Stoll. Yeah. Yeah, he came in and he played this part. He was blocking. I mean, he wasn't the pass threat that we needed him to be. But at the same time, he was serviceable. Yeah. And I don't know JJ's serviceable in anything he does on the football field. I mean, part of a tight end is to be a good blocker. That, that's, that's, that's what it starts with. <laughs> if you can't block, you can't play. Right, right. He so, uh, I want to know how y'all feel about these undrafted rookie free agents because the Eagles made uh, Mario Goodrich the highest-paid undrafted rookie free agent in history. So uh, they paid him some big bucks. I mean, 
we might have not went out and got a safety in the draft or a corner, but they definitely addressed that. I mean, their their undrafted rookie class is looking crazy. I mean, I could go down the list, but they're looking pretty good. Um, the only undrafted free agents that I'm more concerned about, we picked up about two running backs. Uh, Kennedy, Kennedy Brooks, Brooks from Kennedy Oklahoma. Brooks. Oklahoma. I think I'm he got some history with playing with uh, Jalen Hurts. And so is the young boy. Uh, Hold on, bring Covey. Bring Covey. Watch out for him. I oh, was yeah, yeah, about from special Utah. teams, and this guy's explosive. He could bring, I, I don't want to say Devin Hester like, but he could take a punt and a kick back to the house. Was that the sure. guy from Oregon who didn't play football for a while? No, no. Nah. We talking about the young boy uh, small from Utah. Boy from Utah. Yeah, okay. receiver. Little white boy. Yeah. He 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 get right to Nothing. it though. Young boy tough. Okay. But now that we talking about the kid from uh Oregon Allen, the young boy's a Olympic sprinter, so we're gonna see what that brings to the table. So I mean, jobs is on the line definitely this year. I mean that Novacare complex, it's gonna be lit. So it's I, already lit. Yeah. They down there. Yeah, so so they got to get right. I mean, if you want to make the team, you got to get right. I mean, um, cough, cough, uh, Jalen Rager, get your shit together, man. <laughs> she, what you think of Josh Joby? I like the young boy. I think he'll be uh, better at safety. He one of those big body corners, a little slow on his feet. I think making a transition to safety might be a better overall position for him. But... It all depends how greedy my young boy Marcus Epps get. Because that young boy tough, man. Man, listen. Kayvon Wallace is my young boy, man. Uh, Kayvon got to get it together, man. I don't know if Kayvon's fast enough to play safety. In the box, maybe. And where? In the box. Yeah, he's no. I think he's a tackler and he's that player in the box. But, I mean, do we need another linebacker or do we need him to, like, protect the – you know what I mean? We got enough linebackers at the moment now. Yeah, we play we, a lot of we play a lot yeah. of zone coverages, so you don't really put too many linebackers in that box when you're in the zones too much. But big shout out to Howie Roseman, man. The Eagles went from having a horrible linebacker court, and now the shit looking good, man. The Kobe, Kazir, White, you can't forget about him. We got speed him up in the offseason. We definitely got speed at the linebacker court for sure. I mean. That's another position. I mean, if there's two positions that I'm watching out this whole offseason, it's going to be wide receiver and linebacker. You know what I mean? But niggas going to have to get at it. But with that being said, right, listen, I got a little funny story to come up with. And uh, I want to know what y'all think, man. By the way, y'all can hit us up in the DM, too. We 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 might pick your question for next week. So just hit us up in the DM. And get right to it. Podcast on IG. Yep. But like I said, I want to know what my guys think about this story right here. Found it kind of funny. Most of fun stories come from Florida. To <laughs> shout out <laughs> to Florida, man. Them boys get crazy over there. We so, need to cut Florida off for of the U.S. Yo, <laughs> like, we need to just cut bro, them off. They be wrestling Gators. They be on the news every other week. And I got family in Florida. Shit, they don't even really want to be down there neither. All right. So let's get to it, right? So it came out probably like a week and a half ago. Uh, a Florida man was sentenced for using his identical twin brother's ID to collect veteran benefits man so i, I want to know y'all feedback on that i respect this hustle if this <laughs> listen if the scammers got it off all 2021 let my man get it off if the yeah, government buddy. didn't catch him <laughs> no they caught him they no no it wasn't the government it was his own brother the brother called in oh wait and was like, his brother not dead <laughs> no oh <laughs> Oh, see, look, I thought his brother died, and he was just like, all right, my bro was getting $3,000 a month from the government. So No, I think this nigga that. collected like 50 to 60-something thousand of benefits. No, his brother ain't died, man. He live in a different state. He called in and was like, I never uh, applied for these benefits, so I'm not sure what's going on. So that's when they started the investigation, man. Hold on, is that considered snitching? Which I think. I don't know, man. No. I mean, nah, nah, because his his brother didn't know. That's like a stolen identity. 
He probably got a letter to his house talking about some, you might owe this amount of so, money. So, so if his brother would have told him, it would have been cool? Yes, because at that all point, right. yeah, you would have had to be on board with it. Yeah. We all I have brothers so. in here. If your brother call you and say, hey, bro, I'm about to go ahead and get this $20,000. You, if you not I agree with that, you're going to be like, yo, yeah. chill out. No, no, I, I need 10. Nah, you can't fuck with the VA benefits, man. That's government shit, man. I mean, that's shout like, out to all the veterans. Yeah, shout yeah, out to yeah, all yeah. the veterans, man. Anybody that served. You know what I mean? I got a lot of family that served as well. So uh, shout out to them. But I just figure I brought a little comedy into it. And since we ain't comedy, right, I'm going to let my boy Rob take over with this, man. Man, listen, this is not comedy. We do want to get serious and just say RIP Kevin Samuels. Um. Oh wait, we getting right to it. Yeah, we gonna yeah. we we gonna get right to it, man. R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. He was a definitely internet sensation over the last two years. Uh, <laughs> had a lot of problems with people. Um, definitely mostly women. And he did say a lot of questionable things. But what did he still say sad. that was questionable? Since we get into it, I'm asking questions now. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled the first episode, so I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. I mean, it's quotation. I mean, he said it. You know what I mean? You can't. You could double back on that. I mean, he said it. We didn't do it. I don't remember it correctly. Was it 35 or 40? I don't know. Either yeah, one. It was from the range of 35 this. to 40. Anywhere in between what? 35, Wait, 40. Out. Hold on. He is trying to implicate us in saying <laughs> it so he don't have to say it. No, no. that's I Listen, know what you're doing. I, I said it from the rip. I'm, I'm pleading the fifth, man. I'm pleading the fifth. All right. Well, yes, since sir. you pleading the fifth, are you talking about when Kevin Samuels said, if you were exactly. 35. Listen, we ain't even got. Just say it. <laughs> Go ahead. It's a podcast. Kevin Samuels went on his live or YouTubes or whatever his videos that he was doing. I think he did a lot of IG lives. Um, and he would go on IG live and he said something about uh if you are 35 and you are unmarried, you are a leftover woman. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, it's a lot of beautiful women out there, man. Anywhere between 35, 40, it don't matter. I mean, maybe some people might not choose to have kids at the moment. I mean, me personally, like I said, RIP to the boy, but, like, he was on some wild shit, man. I'm not saying anything on the matter. That's there great. is a lot of beautiful women, 45 to 40, 35, whatever it may be. He also said some crazy shit. I want to know what y'all think about it. He said, all right, these are his words. These aren't mine. So what the boy said was successful men cheat, and either you deal with it or you don't. I want to know what's y'all feedback on that. Yo, I did hear that. I did. Um, So people say that. When men are successful, since they're providing money, they're able to have different women due to the fact that men cheat without emotion. I know we've all heard that before, that women cheat. When they cheat, is emotion involved. When guys do it, let's be honest, we're just horny. And I'm not saying I do. I'm, I'm a faithful man. Dominican men don't cheat. Yeah, I'm a double back. Rican <laughs> niggas don't cheat. You know what I mean? Spanish. Black don't men cheat. don't cheat. We so. started it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all faithful here just to, you know what I mean, just put that on record. Big facts, big yeah, facts. Yeah, put that on record, put that on the record button real quick. Yeah. But, no, we, and y'all yeah, feel that's true? Women cheat with emotion and guys just cheat because, let's be honest, I we're, think, we're some horny beings. So I'm going to give you my personal opinion, you know what I mean? I'm not speaking from experience, but I do have sisters. So, uh. It do it's it's kind of true, man. Cause uh, you got to think about it, right? Us as men, we sitting here talking and shit. But when a woman want to talk to a dude or she feeling somebody, remember it's a lot of conversation that get involved. You know what I mean? And then it's not until like a woman starts feeling comfortable with somebody that she'll actually start giving the ball play. So. That that that's when the emotion come involved, man. I mean, I, I think it's true. I mean, for the guys that do cheat out there, I mean, that's the decision y'all made. I mean, y'all gotta wear that. So I can't. I'm not part of that crew, man. So can't speak on that. But as far as the successful men cheat, 
Nah, I, I don't really believe into it because, like, this my this my way of of thinking, right? If you got a John that you've been talking to or you shacked up, wifey, whatever you want to call her, you know what I mean? Some people call it old lady. I don't do none of that. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this, man. When you got yourself a good woman behind you and shit like that, that's that's the most important part. I mean, because as a dude, you feel like you could do anything, man. As long as that that lady holding it down and and she getting right to it. I mean, it is what it is. But um, hey, Rob, you got anything to say about this? Man, I'll be honest. When you got a good woman by your side, bro, let's be honest. As men, we can act tough in the streets. We can act tough at work. But once you're home, you just want to. You want your woman to provide some type of relaxation, some type of calmness. And once you got dad, once you got a good woman by your side, bro, it's like, what's the point of cheating? You know, going out there and messing it up just for nothing. Have the times to be women that don't even look half as good, don't provide the same things that your chick actually does provide. So there's no point to that, man. Yeah, um, because for everybody that think, I mean, it ain't all about the look sometimes. It's not. I mean, cook, clean, take care of a nigga. That's all I ask for, man. I ain't asking you to be a slave, but, I mean, that's or how just, shit go I down. I just ask for somebody to just try to make me better, man. I'm not talking about some type of therapist or a teacher or anything like that. Just somebody that could bring the best out of me. Because as guys, we do deal with a lot of shit that we do keep to ourselves. You know, like... Usually when you hear the mental health things, it's always kind of related to women. And as guys, we do deal with things also, and we rather keep it to ourselves. We don't go to our friends. We don't go to our homies. We hardly go to our wives, girlfriends, anything with our problems. So when you can just come home and there's a woman there waiting for you that just seeing her makes everything better, I feel like it's no point to even go out there and try to find something else that's not as good as what you got at home. This nigga's in love. It sounded good, yeah, didn't is, it? Bro. He's in love. <laughs> Shit. I, Listen. I, his favorite rapper is Drake. Yeah, it yeah, all yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Listen, Drake is the best rapper, but we're going to leave that alone. For another topic. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, now that we're talking about music, did y'all hear the Future album or not? Nah? Yeah, I listened to it. Yo, what y'all think about Future? I keep seeing stuff. Now, take yourselves away from lyrics. This guy has been consistent for years. Always has hits. We talking about Fifty Six Nights. We talking about Trap Niggas. We talking about Mad Love. Just March Madness. March Madness. That's my favorite song by him. Actually, consistent hits year after year. If we talk about consistency and how long you've been in the game, does he belong up there with the best rappers alive at the moment? Obviously, no. we're taking Kanye out. We're taking Jay Z out, just because they're at this point they're just above everybody else. They're legends. They've been in the game for twenty plus years. They're elite. But, yeah, they're elite. But I'm talking about the Kendricks, the J. Coles, the Drakes, even Little Wayne. I don't know if you want to put Wayne with the same category as Kanye and Hove, but let's say even if you no, put for Wayne, sure, for sure, you got to put Weezy. Yeah, up Wayne, there, Wayne's man. a legend. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But I feel like Future has been consistent for so damn long that you kind of got to put him up there with probably one of the best rappers that's that are alive. It's not a you go to the clubs, you go to the strip clubs, you go anywhere, you're gonna hear a Future song, and it's gonna get the crowd turned up. Bands to make them dance. Hey, but listen to me. I'm gonna say Future is good music, but he's not my type of music that I like to listen to that I prefer. He's not a rapper. I listen to rappers. I like to hear rap. Lyricists. Yeah, lyricists. Future reminds me of the Drake flow. The We're not going to do that. We're we not going to do that. We we not, to. We, we're not going to do that. We got to put them in the same category, Rob. Drake and Future are not in the same category. What category is there in then? We're not, now, if you would have said Future in the same category as maybe Thug, Lil Baby, that type, oh. more of the, I guess... Quote no, they all, they all in there. They all in If you could say mumble rappers, then okay, I'll, I'll so say that. So is Future that. a mumble rapper? I mean, he's more into that category than in the Drake category. I don't know about that. If we're talking about putting Cole, Drake, and Kendrick in the same category. Nah. So how can you compare Future to Drake? 
Uh, we can't do t- that. Type of I'm going to take Kendrick no, out that. of that list. And I'm, I'm not take, a fan uh, of Kendrick. He's a great lyricist, but I'm not a fan. I mean, now, we're talking you're about a fan or not. J. Cole's probably the best rapper alive to me. That's not a legend. Drink. Headshot. Drink. Faded. When you fade it, you don't drink. <laughs> no, you keep drinking at that point, bro. You blacked out. Yeah, because I know niggas that get wobbly legs when they drink. Boy. Boy. <laughs> we going we to keep that hey, out man. of here, man. Shout out to you, out. Mr. Wobbly Legs. Wobbly the wobbler. He, he know who he is, man. <laughs> yeah. John. But he know who he is, man. Call it out, man. Yeah, yeah we love you, bro. Nah, yeah, yeah, it's all love. That's my nigga, man. Um. Since today is Saturday, too. right? We getting right into topics and shit. We chilling. Just we all best friends here, man. We just we do this shit on a regular. But today is Saturday. It's a big boxing event tonight. Canelo going up against Bevo, Russian Bull. So uh a lot of people think that Canelo's way in over his head, but I think Canelo's the best fighter in today's era. Is is he moving up to the light heavyweight category to fight? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's his first time though. If I'm not mistaken, nah. it's not his first time. It it's not his first time in the nah. light heavyweight. Nah, 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 nah he's nah. used to this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Canelo's not new to this. He's true to this. Yeah. You know what I mean, so like it's a I said, fight. I know the guy has a belt. Yeah, I believe he's. He, a, he I, had I, a belt. He had about belt. yeah. After about twelve o'clock midnight today, he's not gonna have it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you say right now they prepping that belt for Canelo? Pretty much. Oh yeah, they're for sure. The Mexican flag for on sure. there as we speak, <laughs> like right now. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Stamp it. So they I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give my corona. prediction. I'm gonna give my prediction right now. I mean, me as a former boxer, to all the listeners out there, you know what I mean. I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, this too easy for Canelo, man. It's mm-hmm. too easy. A lot of people put a lot of smut on this young boy name, man. But let's be honest. He fought Floyd when he was young, right? But check this. He Floyd fought him he for experience. Floyd knew what he was doing with that. Because if you notice, Canelo defense is crazy now. Like, that's what great fighters do. They pick shit. And they pick and choose off of great fighters, man. I mean, it's like anything, man. The same way that Jason Tatum has a little Kobe style to him. It's the same way boxers do, man. Like, you go ahead and watch this tape. You watch highlights. And you get right to it, man. You get into the gym. You put that hard work in. I don't see nobody beating Canelo, man. At least for another three to four years, man. I'm going to say this. The biggest fight that will happen in Mexican history will be Benavidez versus Canelo. That shit happens. It will be legendary shit going on for 12 rounds. I still rounds. believe that's Canelo. I see him go to toe-to-toe with Triple G at the moment when Triple G was viewed as one of the top two, three fighters. And, yeah, the first one was a draw. But I, I, Canelo's better than Triple G, man. For he's, sure. He's, his defense, his power. I mean, him and Triple G are probably equal when it comes to power. But just pure technique, pure skill. I I definitely tip my hat to Canelo. Yeah, I mean I got Canelo. I uh, I think I think it's too easy for Canelo. I mean, he needs to fight a bigger name at this point. But I I don't know too many people that want to fight him. I mean, he fought honest, Triple like, G. That was probably the biggest name that you could have fought at the moment. No, but and I'm he was right now. No, right now to fight Canelo. Right now, the biggest name in that division is going to be uh Benavidez. Benavidez can't stay at one sixty eight. The whole time. He got to move up. I mean, the kid is young. Big body bull. So, I mean, at, for all the boxers out there that know, it's hard to stay in the same weight class. Once your body can't make that weight no more, it's over, man. You got It's time to move up, man. But another possible fight that can happen will be probably another European fighter. Uh, better beef. They say that Canelo... Might have took this fight too soon with Bevo, but I don't see it, man. I, I Like I said, a boxer beats a brawler all day, man. Especially a boxer of Canelo's fucking eliteness, man. Bevo is a young pup. Isn't, like, dude got, like, what, 20, less than I think he's, like, fights? 18 and all. Yeah, less than 22 fights, like, to his name. Yeah, he's, but a, to he's, he's a pup, man. And then we talking about a pup going against a veteran. This is, this is going to be light work. I, yeah. I would say it would be a knockout in the eighth round. But the Bevo do got hurt. 
So I, I don't see it just being easy walk by for Canelo, but I definitely think it's going to be easy win for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I got Canelo. I believe everybody in this room right now believe Canelo's going to win. I mean, the young boy, shout out to the young boy for taking a fight, but too he early for hurt. him, man. Yeah, he got hurt, but it's definitely too early. His he career. got hurt or do he got money and ambition? yeah. We're going to find out. But I don't know, man. Them European fighters, man, they usually want to get in there and start banging out, man. So You don't want to do it with such a strong puncher as Canelo, though. Right, right. I mean, but you know it only take that one punch. Yeah, by Canelo. One punch <laughs> does change a fight. We've seen Danny Garcia win fights with just one punch. Just ask Mike, all the niggas that fought Mike Tyson. One punch. All that, over that, that dude in the airplane, one punch. <laughs> that man on the airplane, hey, yo, got since, right up. Since we in this topic, man, I know it happened a few weeks ago. We late to it, but I believe the bull was well, well, he was wrong for that, man. He was asking for it, bro. I feel yeah. like he went in there when he see Mike Tyson, he did what he wanted to do, as we say in Philly. He, he was dick eating, yeah, he, he started dick eating for sure. He definitely started dick eating. And I felt like he's seen a paycheck, so he's trying to antagonize him and just hope that Mike Tyson reacted to get a check. Imagine Mike Tyson tune you up in first class <laughs> and you don't get paid. Imagine fucking somebody up in first class. Like, imagine. And then Mike Tyson, when they showed him, it didn't even look like he was sweating or nothing. <laughs> like, boy, all bleeding next to his friend and look at him. Nigga, we talking about first class. They got a good AC in that bitch. All that leg room space, nigga. You could probably get a whole fight in that bitch. Ain't gonna that lie. man was sweating, <laughs> bleeding. Like, he looked discombobulated. <laughs> and Mike looked like he didn't even know what he just did. He yeah. might have been high. Motherfucker looked like he got hit with a bag of marbles. Yeah. We talking about the same nigga that bit off a nigga ear. I mean, one punch changed that fight. So. <clears throat> yeah, shout out to Mike, man. Mike Tyson do got a podcast, though, man. Hot Boxing with Mike. Yes, that's, sir. that's aspirations right there, man. Mike is a legend. For sure. Mike is peaceful, man. I don't know why people keep testing him. They got chill, man. You know what? I'm going to put this out there, man. A lot of people, a lot of the public, Y'all got to stop dick eating when y'all see celebrities, man. They human just like us, man. Y'all got to stop all that shit, man. Yo. Stop acting like a bunch of fucking chicks when y'all see a celebrity, man. Hold on. I got a question, man. Now that we on the topic of dick eating, we all from Philly. What's your definition of dick eating, man? We don't got to get that answer, bro. You know what dick eating is. Yeah, what's what's come on, man. But for the listeners that's not from Philly. All right, for the listeners that's not from Philly. I feel like there's multiple definitions. All right, dick eating, like in the broad and like in the basic spectrum, is when you're doing something extra you don't have to do. Yeah. Like nobody asks you to do this. When you're going out your way to do extra. For like, attention. For attention, for looks, for likes. You dick eating. Yeah, so. Much. Since we in this Philly slang, I'm tired of cities, right? I'm tired of cities like New York talking about John came from New York. No, no, Baltimore. Baltimore be horrible with that. They try to take all Philly slang. Come on, man. They got to stop, man. Everybody know. If nobody knows what John means by now, y'all lost. And the crazy part is that John means everything. Yeah. That's the craziest part. So you don't even got to sit there and think of what this word mean. There's no exact definition. It can mean anything. It, it could be it could be a bad chick walking by for some people and be like, yo, yo, hey, yo look, look at, at that, that John. John. Right there. Yeah, yeah, look at that John. I mean, the John could just be like, we ain't here doing the John right now. But, yeah. but if the John from Philly, she might be like, hey, yo, nigga, stop dicking. <laughs> <laughs> or no. she might say, she might say, you Joe as shit, dickhead. <laughs> Because that's how it is, man. It is what it is. That's another term that we use a lot in Philly. It is what it is. Dick eating. Stop yeah, She was junk. a dickhead of the week. She Dickhead of the week. Yeah, now right. now, now Let's get right to it, man. man. Let's see what the We're going to see what we're talking is. about here. Dickhead of the week. So, uh, I hope it ain't come from Florida again. Nah, nah, nah. No, we did that one already. That was the bull. That was the bull. That was the Florida kid. man. Y'all want to know the other dickhead? The dickhead. the dickhead who tried to hit Chappelle, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The hey, war. <laughs> he had a gun slash knife gun. I, man. He needs a new arm. I don't know what he had, but whatever he had, they took, twisted, and bent it. 
His arm. They played Tetris with his arm. Did you see, see the eye? picture? No, no. Did you see his eye? Bro, did you see his arm? <laughs> did, no, no, his arm was worse, bro. Look his, nah, bro. How bro, did you, you see his eye? Yo, I, I know what you're saying, right? If you punch somebody hard enough, their eye can look like that. How do I get your arm to turn and look like that? Like, they had trouble Wait, putting who, them in Wait, who twisted structure. it? We Chappelle? don't know. We not snitching. Alright. Yeah, we're not snitching. Like, hey, shout to out to Uncle Chappelle. You know who it? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Chappelle though. We we can't dick eat and just let you know who yeah, twisted it. Like, come on, yeah. imagine. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're right. I st- oh, I, oh, we heard security tuned him up. Oh, I heard security tuned him up. Yeah, I heard those family you know. members in the crowd. Y'all tell you yeah. said you snitching now. Yeah, Listen, yeah, we're gonna leave that alone, man. Whoever did it, shout out to you, man. Gave that boy a twisted pretzel. Yo, how did he get in there with that gun, though? Well, gun, knife, whatever it was. He had a knife, like, well, what I heard the reports was he had a knife attached to a fake gun. I don't know how you even get through security. It was like Diddy there, Pharrell was there. I'm going to tell you this. Musk was there. How do you get into an event like that with a fake gun, knife? I'm going to tell you this. For all y'all niggas out there that play in Call of Duty, Stop trying to bring that shit to a reality, man. <laughs> Can't bring no gun with a knife attached and try to do nut shit like that, man. And then when you get shot and all your health go, you don't go to the gulag and have a chance to come back. There's no yeah. such thing as the gulag around. Your there. homies cannot buy you back. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we're in this topic, man, we're going to talk about Philly for a little bit, man. Philly right now is out of control, man. As much as I love this city, I wasn't born here, but I was raised here all my life, man. Y'all boys got to get it together, man. It's Nobody can take bro. losses no more. Everybody want to pull out a gun. So, it's come just, on, man. It's it's no is it is it's it really deep, worth man. it? It's the younger generation, man. There's no guidance. No, but you can't even say that. You got these old heads that just sway these youngins the wrong nah, way. No, you're right. You're right because, them. look. You got these youngins putting out hits. Well, these old heads putting out hits, and the youngins, 14, 15, Going out there and shooting whoever the old heads be saying to shoot, fight whoever the old heads say to fight, take this block that the old head is saying to take. So basically, what it's, you're it's, saying is a it's a misguidance by the old heads in the block, from the right? Top, bro, all the way from the top. These bro. 45 year olds thinking that they still 20 trying to be in the streets, bro. Grow up, man. To be honest, though, old heads been doing that a long time. Yeah, they've they been have. putting batteries in young bulls' backs to go ahead and do stuff. You know, they tell all the young bulls, listen, you are adolescents. You just going to go do your little time in the youth center, and then you'll get out. When you 18, your record won't matter. They tell you and all they that. they for it. They tell you all that. And you hear all that, and you go to the, you know what I mean, you get a couple fights. Depending on what you do, especially in Pennsylvania, they try a lot of youngins as adults. And that's and the then, problem. <laughs> and you skip that whole little thing that the old head told you about when you 18, your record clear. You skip mm-hmm. that because now you're 16 and you're fighting some real charges. Right. So now as a young boy, you caught that charge, right? Check this out. I'm going I'm to bring it down to you, right? Now you're in the court, you're 18, and you crying, talking about, damn, but the old head said I can do this and get away with it. You know what I mean? I mean, you're not mm-hmm. saying that to the judge in your mind, though. But now you you get it smacked over the top of your dome with 20 years. Now you missing up. Everything, man. You met you. You missing your youth. You missing everything, man. What's I crazy mean, is the young boys don't even know what twenty years is. No, nah, you right. They think <laughs> they that shit go by fast. 20. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But like, all around the city, man. Like, I see folks get crazy, man, at traffic lights, doing stupid shit, man. And yeah, you know what? what? It's right to what James say. It's not a lot of these young boys neither. Like, me personally, I came encountered with a couple of couple of people at the lights i ain't gonna i ain't gonna fucking snitch on myself but i mean it's a lot of nuts out here man and you know what i'm gonna say this right now for all y'all men out there that be cussing out females and be trying to rumble females on traffic lights over stupid shit grow up man Y'all got to stop being nutty, man. We can't even say just females. Just anybody at this yeah. point, bro. Like, it's no point of fighting. If Even if you win, it's going to be a loss. I promise you that. You win a fight, you fuck somebody up, you beat somebody up, you beat the shit out of somebody, they're going to call somebody, they're going to go into their trunk, they're going to go into the book bag, they're going to come back. It's no... Now you, you might win at the at that point, but you're going to end up losing the long run, bro. It's, it's now no you got winning, 25 bro. niggas in, in your block, right? It's, it's no winning, bro. It's no winning. It's, it's, it's sad in Philly, man. 
You got to keep it honest. It, it's I mean, sad in Philly now. To be honest, the hood is the hood everywhere. I don't think it's just Philly. Yeah. I mean, it's all around. But when you look at murder rates, we're always up there every year. No, nah, no, nah, we up there, but I don't think it's strictly Philly. I mean, you can go other places and find young boys, like, just with no guidance. I mean, we're guided by music. I mean, everything yeah. we're just talking about, Future, Lil Baby, we that's what they listen Drill to. Drill music, all Drill that Chicago GP, shit. All that Chicago stuff. You literally watch these guys online talk about killing my ops. Oh, every smoking young boy got a this guy every young boy got a op, and they got a poo shiesty mess. You know what? And every young boy also got fake beef in their head. That is true. That's true. Motherfucker say something. Now they just created this beef. Now, now, oh yeah, he my op now. No, come on, man. Y'all got y'all got to get it together, man. Listen, man. I ain't in the streets. I don't operate that way. I know what the streets. I know what it come with. Come on, man. Everybody can make it out. You ain't got it. It ain't. It ain't something in the book of the hood that say you only cool and you only thorough if you ride in these streets all crazy. Come You're on, not man. locked into the streets, bro. You can streets work don't love out. you. You can work yourself out of the streets, but people just want to blame it on other people. People just want to blame the system. The government, you I mean you could get out of the streets. I'm not saying it's easy. Um, minorities, we probably do got it the hardest. But you could get out, man. You don't have to follow the same path that you've seen your cousin follow, the same path you've seen your brother follow, even your father follow. You don't got to do that. Yeah, man, because look, my pop did time. I ain't choose to do no time. You know what I mean? I got family members that did a lot of time. That shit ain't. That's just all right. That ain't. That ain't the type of lifestyle that I wanted. I'm cool. I mean, you can't never get that time back. Yeah, man. You lose all that time, man. But a lot of people don't understand that shit, man. I mean, it is what it is. You know. But now nah, we gonna go on to something a little bit, change the pace and get back to uh, some sports real fast. Right now we got the playoffs going on, the NBA playoffs. Um. Philadelphia 76ers definitely pulled out game three. I mean, it was a nice defensive struggle. Um, it looked like the series potentially could change, especially if the Sixers win game four. Um, I feel like then the series would be decided with game five in Miami because right now Miami's offense isn't looking as successful as it did when Embiid wasn't back there, when they had Bam out of Bayou just abusing you know, our our centers, uh, DeAndre Jordan and Paul Reed, he was just abusing them too. Now you got a, the best center in the league right there in the middle of that anchor in that defense. Everybody's changing how they play. The whole Heat team is changing how they play. They're no longer just running to the rim, getting anything they want, grabbing rebounds, you know, doing all that type of stuff. They're just they're they're looking for stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh I think the series changed, man. So uh Yeah, I like I said, I think once once the series went to uh Philly and Joel and B came back, come on man. We we got the ball back, man. We got MVP, man. Cut it out, man. I don't know what it's gonna take for the ball to do to win MVP, but we got our boy back. I mean it is what it is. You see the game flow yesterday. Jimmy Buckets did get his. He he get the, He, he did get his, his ball. He got his. I mean he 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 balled up. He did get his. You know what I mean? He put the ball in the basket. But nobody I mean, else did on that team. That's what yeah. Matters. But that's the thing though. A it's, lot of people not listening. It still took him over twenty shots to yeah. get what he got. He wasn't getting his in the beginning. He was missing threes. Um, he wasn't getting all his mid range game like he liked to. He started getting his game going in that second half, especially that third quarter. But I feel like Jimmy Butler's game is a little, you know, offensive foulish as he initiates a lot of contact, but he's strong enough to absorb that and still finish. So, I mean, that's just the difference with that and then and him getting busy. And we didn't even have a good game from Embiid yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, he only had 18 points, but look at the effect that he had. Adebayo had like what? Eight points. Yeah. Back to back to what uh, James was saying. I mean, like when you look at it, Adebayo was abusing um, Paul Reed, DeAndre Jordan. Like, Even come on, man. Small lineup with Jordan yeah. ain't playing. 
But you know what? That's coaching fault, man. But like I said, we here now. I think uh, Joel and B changes the series. I believe, not being biased, but I believe the series will be tied 2-2 tomorrow, hopefully. But, hey, man, we we here now, man. Uh, it's the first of four. It's not the first of two. All right. So how do y'all feel about the Bucks and Celtics series? Yeah, we did just watch that game just earlier. Right. That series, I think, uh, I think it's the Bucks for lose. I think it's their series to lose. I mean, if the if the Celtics beat them, it's gonna be because they out hustled them. But the Bucks, they tough, man. I mean, defending the Celt- champs. I mean, the Bucks already stole a game in Boston. Yeah, Boston trying to steal one back, and they came close today. But at least at least to get it to overtime, not to win the game. But they at least was trying to get that chance to get into overtime. They had a nice. They were down a sizable amount and went on a nice run that they could potentially take that momentum into the next game and kind of steal that game back and steal home court advantage back. But if they lose this next game, then it's over. It's GG, as we say. GG, boys. (laughs) And I think the Mavs is cooked. Yeah. Wait, did they lose last night? No, they won. But I think they're cooked. Yeah, because you know what I mean? Um, Luka got to average like 50 for that team, man. Like, nobody getting that man help. I fuck with Luka, too. Luka, imagine and beating Luka on the same team. Luka's going to be one of the greats once he retires. I can't lie. Once who? Once he retires, Luka's going to be one of the greats, man. Luka tough, man. I I like Luka. He's going to be one of the faces of the NBA. Him, John Moran. I mean, Trae I think Young. he's. I think he already is a one, a face of the NBA right now. When you think about the Mavericks, when you think about the Western Conference, think about Devin Book. You think about Luca. Think about Steph. I mean, Mitch, Donovan Mitchell. Shout out to Moran. Donovan Mitchell. He was in Philly last night. I know he he looking for the Sixers to come. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a lot of big names way. in there. A lot of yeah, big names yeah, in there. A lot of people that might want to be on that court for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm here. Uh, Seth Curry was at the game too. Wasn't Seth Curry. Was yeah, saying, Seth Curry came down with the six man. You know, he, he took the I ninety five down. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he might live down here still. He might have never left. Uh, what y'all think about this, man? We would have actually gave up Ben Simmons, Thibault instead of Seth Curry and Ben Simmons for James Harden. I don't know. I don't know, they man. Did the deal. Yeah, so? I don't think no. so. They wanted a shooter. They needed somebody to uh, bring some pressure from that three-point line, man. Any sucker that's in by giving up the, I mean, Andre Drummond. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we had Andre Drummond still, we don't lose both those games to the Heat in Miami. Right. Right. Because uh, even with Embiid out, you don't lose those games. Yeah, I believe so, man. Because, I mean, the rebound killed us. The rebounding in game one, game two, was crucial for the Sixers to win. But we just couldn't get boards, man. When you get rebounds, you stop all these second-chance points, man. So, like I said, man, we here now, man. You can't cry about spilled milk. And we got to stop all these turnovers. I feel like the Sixers go on bad turnover streaks. Yeah, they might finish the game with a decent amount. But at the same time, sometimes they just go AWOL and they just be turning the ball over left and right. Yeah, 19, 19 turnovers last night. Seven from James Harden. Come on, man. If you're going to facilitate, facilitate. Just don't turn the ball over, man. And I don't know if James Harden is still playing injured. I don't want to give the man. I don't make excuses for other men. You know what I mean? He might be hampered by that hamstring. But I don't know, man. It's just a little weird watching him play. It ain't the same boy that we've been watching for the last 10 years, man. He's definitely not the same guy from Houston. No. I mean, he's not even really the same player from Brooklyn. I mean, he he's James Harden. He's developing his game. He's becoming more of a mature player. And with that maturity, he hasn't become scoring. He's trying to develop his game into different ways. I think he's trying to facilitate the ball. A whole lot more right now. But the problem with this is the Sixers don't need the facility. They yeah. need a score. And B needs someone to score next to him. Yeah. You're right, he, man. He lost a step. James Harden definitely lost a step. Um, but to, to be fair, he does not get the foul calls he should. He does get beat up in there. And as much as they call offensive fouls on James Harden, you got to call the fouls the other way. 
But yeah, shit definitely got to get caught out of the way as well, man. Because uh, straight up, all these flopping, PJ Tucker and all them boys be flopping. Yo, real rap, no cap, though. PJ Tucker and them be flopping the most. Him, Kyle Lowry, uh, who else on that team be flopping? All of them be flopping, especially when Harden drop to the paint. The Struders kid, this Max Struders, whoever they got, that bum, he be flopping and he get his calls. But, you know, it's a different story. I guess they don't want the Sixers to shoot 55 shots a game. Yeah, I guess everybody was upset about that in the Toronto series. So, uh, but like, like James was saying, man, you can't just be moving your feet trying to get a charge, man. That don't work like that. And these refs, they just keep letting it happen, man. We got right. to get this shit right, man. At what point is it going to be, let's play defense, let's move your feet, let's get a stop? Why are we trying to see if we can get position? Like, that's all people are fighting for, position to get a call. That's just as bad as when the offensive players initiate and kick their leg out. Not even that. How about the elbows? Bam Adebayo threw an elbow right to MB's chest yesterday. No call. They gave MB the foul. P.J. Tucker threw an elbow to the back of Matisse Thibault. Yeah, I got to remember, social media play a big part, too, I think. Like, all you hear is the refs are doing a bad job. The Sixers are getting 100 free throws per game. James Harden flops and makes refs call fouls. So I feel like the refs do take that in consideration. But at that, at what point does taking that in consideration and then calling a bad game, there's a thin line between that. So, and, so question then, since you said social media. Refs is over there on IG arguing with all the fan base. Then they're like, "It's me, I called it." What you gonna say? They gotta, they gotta hear it. There's <laughs> no other way. Yeah, there's no but, other way. I don't know, man. All these series right now is they interesting. You know what I mean? There's a lot of interesting series happening right now. So, uh, but we got people in the room, and niggas was trying to duck the question. So we want to talk about. This whole thing with uh, every man in the world, every man in the world, should I say, want the rights to say what women can do and can't do with their bodies. Listen, before we even get into anything about this topic, this is a podcast with three men. We respect women and we don't want to speak for women. We're going to give our honest opinion on the situation and just go from there. But we respect all women. We respect our choices. And this is just our opinion on the actual fact. So, and, and after we give our takes, if any women have anything to say, hit our hit DM. DMs. Uh, you welcome to join the show, too. We'll yeah, take you. If we need a, a female guest, you know what I mean? We open to that if we want to talk about this situation. But we're going to get right into it. Don't hit my DMs. I don't want to get in trouble. Nah, nah. Just hit the Beyond, Beyond Philly. Philly sports guys. Yeah, hit DM. that one. Yeah, don't hit my DM. And then depending on I mean. how you look, you hit myself. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Another nah, one. But that was the, a joke. The question. I am joking here. Go ahead. What's the question, though, Rob? Go ahead. All right. The question is, man, y'all cannot get on social media without avoiding this. Everybody's posting this. Um, You got females, women. I'm sorry. You got women posting this, even some guys posting this. Hold on. And first of all, y'all guys are not slick, man. It's some of y'all guys that be posting these female empowerment things to try to get some pussy. And listen, I see y'all, bro. Y'all the same dudes that was on uh, Jada Smith's side when Will Smith went up there slapping Chris Rock. Just know, I see y'all, man. Y'all play a yo, dirty game. Yo, y'all yo. play a dirty game, but I respect yo. it, man. Y'all certified nasty. Go ahead, yeah, though, yeah, with the yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. We can't do this, bro. No, no, let's keep it in the buck, though, man. These dudes be trying to. Yeah, nah, know listen, we ain't, we ain't throwing nobody under the bus. I we got to chill. I'm throwing but them under ahead. the bus and running them over. Oh, and, all right. And him reversing them niggas. All right. But listen, right. I'm keeping it in the stack, though. Um, You cannot get on social media without seeing these females. Um, Women, I'm sorry. These women post a uh, thing about abortion. You got a bunch of guys trying to dictate what women can and cannot do with their bodies. How do y'all feel about that? I'm going to go ahead and go first, man. I'm going to look at it this way. You know what I mean? Females can do whatever the hell they want when it comes to that. Because you know what it is? You got to respect females. 
because they can. They're the only one. They're the only ones that can carry a baby, give birth. No man could do that. And everybody that's trying to be a man, trying to go all crazy to give birth. Listen, man, we can't get into that. But females got the right to say if they want to carry this baby or if they don't. It's a lot of situations that take place. It could be financial situation. It can be a sad situation with a rape. It can be whatever it is, man. I don't think no man got the the right to say this, a female about abortion, man. Let them do what they want, man. Like y'all, y'all tripping, man, on some real shit. Like any man that got any type of boss to stand there and say a woman can't have an abortion, man. You need to sit down, bro. Like you gotta sit this one out. We can't have this shit. I can't respect a 60-year-old guy just telling 20, 30-year-old women how to live their life, how to handle the situation, what to do with their own bodies. And in no way, shape, or form is that us pandering anything. That's just keeping a quick buck with everybody. Women should be able to do what they want. Like, I know it's the little... Everybody say the same thing in cliche line about uh, their body, their choice. But it is true. It is their bodies. Um, it is their choice. If they have a partner, you know, they could discuss the whole situation. But at the end of the day, it is their choice. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree with what both of y'all said. So, it ain't too much to harp yeah, on. If, this, is, this is not a situation that we can't sit here and just waste mad time on because of the fact that it's not our choice. We can't make that choice. You know what I mean? Like I said in the beginning, when, I, when we started getting into this topic, it's female's body. They the only they the only ones that can carry and give birth to a baby. So I got the utmost respect for females. I don't disrespect females. Whatever the case may be, I just don't get into it because that's 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 not my style, man. And you said um you said it earlier, when it comes to financial things, um, you got the unfortunately if a, if she got raped, financial stability plays a big part. Like, um, I don't want to make this into a joke or anything like that. But when I was younger, uh, I was in the eighth grade. It was uh, definitely me and my boy. I would not say no names. Uh, we had a girl that we both took our turns on. Um, she spent some time with me. She spent some time with him. Spent some, spent some time with me. And I was young. So, you know, at that point, I didn't use any. I'm going to say Jimmy's. I didn't put no Jimmy's up with a whacker. I didn't do it. And um, she ended up pregnant. We didn't know who it was. Wait, so no hat in the construction nah, zone? I don't, okay. no now, this is going to sound horrible. Zone. You got to wear did, a hard hat when this, you're in the construction this, zone. Listen, I know how this sounds. I got tested before multiple times. Um, I don't like wearing hats. Like, hey, listen. Like a, your choice, your decision. My, my body, my that, choice, right? Yeah, that's your it's, choice. I don't like wearing construction hats. I'll be honest, man. But I do get tested. and Shout I Shout out like, to all the rubber warriors. I don't like rubber, bro. I haven't bought a Trojan or a Magnum or any of that in about 10 years. But listen, so I was young. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I was about 13, 14. He was the same age. We was all in the same grade. Put it this way to, um, I don't want to make the story long. The baby came out black. I'm not <laughs> black. <laughs> so uh, That's wrong, man. At the end of the day, that was my boy. I told him good luck. And uh, I don't know if he took care of it because we both went to high school and we went our separate ways at that point. That baby was a mine. Damn. So at that point, when we're 13, 14, of course, in my head, I, the first thing in my head is abortion. So that's just to um, take the jokes out of everything and just bring it back to the abortion conversation. Of course, that was my first thought in my mind. Um, once I found out that the baby was a mine, then, you know, that was between her and him. But you I'm, cannot tell a woman how to, what yeah. to do with their body. As all. as you matured, now you've realized that you can't make that decision for them, right? At all. And I still don't wear Jimmy's. Damn. Yeah. Wow. So you a mature, no but, rubber uh, okay, ass Okay, but right? I will say this. To defend myself to this, because I know it does sound bad, I do not mess with a woman that I don't feel comfortable not I don't know. Has. Now you making it seem like you comfortable, with everybody. You said ten yeah. years, bitch. I no, might be. no rubber. I might be, but <laughs> you a comfortable no rubber warrior. Now y'all here trying to get me in trouble, and I'm saying that's not what I do. If I'm messing with, like now that I'm older, 
if I'm messing with a chick, it's I know the consequences of going in there without no rubber. I'm going in. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm going in. So when when did you learn those consequences? At that thirteen, fourteen, I guess, right? You speak for yourself. I, I was can't still speak going for you. crazy at fifteen, sixteen. You see? I don't think he learned a lesson. Yeah, I don't think he learned his lesson either, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Follow us on IG at Beyond Philly Sports Podcast. Even know what we do is wrong. Nerd.